Jim and Mike Talk. Show number one. Today, Jim and Mike Talk. Millie Vanilli. And now, here's Jim and Mike. Hey everybody, uh, my name is Jim. Yeah, I'm Mike. This is our first podcast together. And uh, we are. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're not listening. We know if you're not listening. So we're here in uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia, on our uh, one of our Civil War excursions. Excursions that we do. Annual, just checking out the uh, Civil War sites and learning from them. Okay, wake up. <laughs> so we're so what do what do we know about Fredericksburg? Anything? Well, we're going to find out more. We've been here already a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, it was a win for the Confederate side, uh, but we're going to find out a lot more tomorrow. Yeah, you know more than me. So. Yeah. So, uh, what's on your mind, Jim? <laughs> I think I want to talk about Millie Vanilli. Really? That's a, that's a leap there, uh, Fredericksburg historical items. Well, we can still talk about... No, we're going to get back to that for oh, sure. okay. Yeah, yeah. But no, you Millie know, Vanilli... I don't know. I've just been thinking Millie Vanilli. I don't, things <laughs> pop in my mind every now and then. I don't know why. And the... Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so it's you know they were they were just uh, you know as some women would say gorgeous guys right good looking yeah I think they were more geared towards women like my mm-hmm. wife she was a big fan I really wasn't into them you know I didn't mm-hmm. own any albums right right I do remember after the whole scandal that the um, scandal scandal what scandal there was a scandal <laughs> not with Millie Vanilli yeah. really and for you young kids out there you know you might not have even heard of Millie Vanilli. No, but you they, they don't. Play no, they, but they could have heard, but they just don't yeah. know the real story. Yeah. The real story, and um, you know they don't. You know, there's this thing called radio. Not you know, not the satellite radio, but mm-hmm. there's still radio in your car. Yeah, and I don't even think they still play. No, Vanilli, because you know? of the scandal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they might play them on. Um, on serious. Yeah. Well, what yeah. were their what were their names? Is this the guys that were on the video or the guys that were on the audio? Because it's two different guys. Okay. Well, Gotta the guys that, that were in the videos, um, the face of Millie Vanilli, they were Rob. Uh, oh, that's a funny name. <laughs> Rob, Jim, you cracked me up. Rob Pilatus and Fab. More oh, yeah. like Fabio, just short for Fabio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's a good stage name. So these guys, these were good-looking guys. You know, I wouldn't know, but these are good-looking guys. Yeah. And they're dancing around. They're singing. But how long did they? How long did they do this? I mean, probably, probably like a year or two before they were caught. Uh, it was like two years. Yeah. They had two. I know they had two albums out. Wow. Wow. But the thing, um, people that had bought. The album—I don't know if it was both out. Al- it was probably both albums, but they were the record company. They probably lost a lot of money um, because they were giving people back their money that they paid, and they were on the risk to. 
And this was because they sang so poorly, or what was the what was what was the scandal about? I mean, the actual Milli Vanilli scandal. Um, <clears throat> that they weren't really singing on the album. <gasps> yeah. And they were they were from Munich. Wow. Yeah, Munich. You mean not out of California? Seriously. No. But this is another. Um, this is a little fact I found out. I didn't even know this. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I don't know too much about Melly Vanelli. That's why we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah. We're learning here. Mm -hmm. Learning together. And here we are in uh, 2019. We're talking about Melly Vanelli, mm -hmm. which uh, was back in '88. 88. Wow. Yeah. So we're talking 30 some years. But uh, the the group was founded by a guy named Frank Farian. Mm -hmm. in 1988 and before Millie Vanelli <laughs> so this guy Frank Farian he wasn't one of the singers and he you know he he actually in the 70s formed a band before Millie Vanelli we'd play it backwards for you if we could but, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was called Boney M and it's actually hard to say without laughing, but yeah. I, I did a bony M. And and what year was this approximately? This is uh, what'd you say? Well, I don't have it in front of me. No, okay. look up bony M. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this guy Frank Farian, he put this before Milli Vanilli. He put this band together called Bony M, mm -hmm. where he Frank himself he was doing the vocals, and I guess they were a little bit distorted vocals because he I don't you know he doesn't look like he'd have a deep voice does mm -hmm. he? Mm. <clears throat> you know so um so this okay this together okay we go what was that yeah okay we're getting emails here we're already getting emails we, we didn't even this post the podcast yeah Lovely. there it is mm-hmm Okay. <laughs> anyway, so um, he puts this band together. He's got two like backup singers, and I think they could actually sing. But Frank was doing the vocals, and he got this guy. I wish we can look him up and find the guy's name, but um, he um, was the front of the, the the lead singer of the band. Okay, I'm rambling on here. Like a rambler. So they they actually um, they actually came back, um, if you could call it a comeback. The actual lead singers they came back in 1990, and they're actually called the Real Millie Vanilli. Oh okay. Yeah. So um, they've got club mixes. They've got everything. We're looking at 1990 here, um, and uh, it charted to a number four in Germany in December of 1990. Uh, that's unbelievable. I mean, that's unheard of. It's just for for a band that we've never heard of, which is the real Millie Vanilli. Oh, I thought you were talking about Boney M. Oh no, I, I'm <laughs> no, I was I was jumping up to okay. to the real Millie Vanilli. That's okay. that's yeah. But we can uh, we can start history uh, back to uh, okay, Boney M. I think okay, that'd be no, interesting. No, Boney mm -hmm. M. formed in 1990. I'm sorry, 1976, and it was popular in the disco era. So oh, yeah. in the late seventies, it was a. Um, they're originally based in West Germany, but created by German record producer Frank Farian. 
Right, it's all about it. Frank. Frank's yeah. doing all this yeah. stuff. He's the master so mind Frank of it all. Frank comes up with a band, and he's you know not that great. You know, he, he's maybe a decent singer. We can't really right. tell because I think the vocals are distorted uh, on some of the songs. But you know, he didn't want to be the front of the band. He's not that great looking. I think. Right, I've seen a picture, yeah. and uh, yeah. it's not that impressive. Now, yeah. um, so also he so he's the he's the voice of the band. Uh, so he's the mastermind. He is actually the vocals and puts out a front of other people. Is that what you're saying? For Boney M. Boney M, actually what you see is not Frank. Yeah. You don't see Frank. No, the front was, uh, his name was Roberto Alfonso Farrell, or he went by Bobby Farrell. And he was a Dutch dancer and performing artist. And uh, it says successful 1970 pop and disco group Boney M. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how many uh, albums they sold. It would be interesting if we could talk to Frank, you know, actually talk yeah. to Frank one-on-one. Boney M, I mean, where does that come from? How does Frank, you know, Frank, you know, his initials FF, where do you, where do you get Boney M from that? I guess it's quite interesting. So the band, um, <laughs> now, we know we're into a lot of different music. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And for a long time, but I don't know how I never, I mean, maybe they weren't played on the radio back in the day, but they sold around 100 million records worldwide. 100 million? Yeah, 100 million. Boney M. How is it, do you think, that we missed, you know, we were we were coming of age, you know, in the 70s, becoming adults in the 80s, do you think maybe we were listening to something maybe higher quality? I mean, what, what what's up with uh, what's up with not knowing? How could we have not have known? And they had um, ten albums. Oh, wow, wow. So back to Millie Vanilli, they um, you know they there was a um, they were founded in 1988 actually. Yeah, 1988 would yeah. be the time. But these guys, I remember, even though I wasn't into them, and when MTV actually played, you know, music videos. Oh, that was a good time. A lot of people complain about, like, old guys like us. But um, I remember, they were all over the place. And pretty much there was an incident um, where they got found out. Um... Like so so there. right so they're so they're lip syncing yeah they're lip to act we're lip syncing to other guys playing and yeah. so and so you know in 1988 they get busted for that but it's amazing that you're looking back 12 years earlier than that to have Boney M selling so many albums doing the same thing lip syncing and not getting busted getting busted in 1988. Uh, so did nobody notice back in 1976 and 1977? Well, it may have been because they were, I guess, really popular in the U.S. And maybe the other band was more popular in other countries. I don't know. Um, or maybe, like, they only put out two albums, but I think it was one of those too fast, too soon. They didn't think the band would just, like, skyrocket like it did. Yeah. And it was maybe a little bit too much pressure, but there was an incident with a, a backing tape where, if I can find it, 
Um, let's see. Okay. It says in, this must have been like, I don't know if this is 88. <laughs> okay. It says in May. Right, it was 1988, yeah. There was, a, there was an issue with the backing tape, uh, and so the puppets on stage, the good-looking guys, they, they're, you know, they weren't able to actually sing it because there was an issue with the background. Back, and they were, backing tape. they were told to go back on, and I'm trying to figure out if they were... Um, I think they actually... I don't know if they could sing or not, or maybe they thought they could sing. But they said, I remember reading here that the audience didn't care one way or the other. Well, wow. they didn't know, um, didn't notice. <laughs> so maybe there's, you know, a lot of alcohol going around. <laughs> and then, um, so what happened to Frank? I mean, did Frank get, did Frank get busted? Did he still, was he able to keep the money? I mean, that's a lot of money you're making there. Scamming people, you know, deceiving people. And still bringing them. I don't know what the record company, if he was actually, um, you know, forced to pay that back or not. We're turning a light on here. We're actually in, uh, I don't know if we, I mentioned this, we're in a Radisson. And, uh, that's it, that's it. Like, it's like a Winnebago, just a little bigger. Yeah, we, we actually drove, um, how long did it take us? Six hours? Six hours, yeah. Yeah. In the Radisson. It's a 27-foot uh, RV. Yeah. We call it the Radisson. <laughs> so, um... Jim, um, Jim driving. Jim's, Jim's yeah, the driver. From New Jersey. I'm the navigator. Um, yeah. And Mike here, he's, he lives in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. My whole life, in fact. Yeah. Can I give out your address? No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, and, like, so I've... Let's go in. Uh, we'll get back to Millie Vanelli. Well, I got I got to follow up though. Okay. Um, so you know what? Just a couple years later, we're looking at 1990 to 1992. The 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 names of the actual singers for Millie Vanelli were Brad Howell and John okay, yeah. John Davis, yeah, and okay. so um, they were the new original vocals for Millie Vanelli. So they're getting their uh, their due respect, um, even though they're not pretty boys, you know, these guys, uh, Brad and John. Well, wait, there were, because this is telling me there mm -hmm. were like five, well, there were... There yeah, were, they, they added well, members to the band, right. And there and, were two women who were backup singers. Right, right, and they're called the real Millie Vanilli, so you've got okay. the people who actually sang, and, um, you know, very appropriately, their album was called The Moment of Truth. Okay. Yeah. So they must have gone on tour... Um, maybe they went on tour singing the songs and kept the the music alive. Mm -hmm. But I think part of the appeal was the, that these were two really good looking, you know, guys from Munich, <laughs> and you know I think that was the appeal with, you know, and it's sad, but a lot of bands or not a lot of bands, but some bands are put together by the way they look, right? You right. know. And I remember um, Blues Traveler, they put out a, uh, the video for, okay, now I'm having a senior moment, one of their famous songs. <laughs> but, but uh, Jim, 
This is really interesting. That Moment of Truth album I was talking about, put out by the real Millie Vanilli, that was the name of the album to be Millie Vanilli's second album. Mm -hmm. And the news broke, and they had to change everything right before uh, the album came out. So the news broke of the scandal between the time that the album was recorded okay. and the album came out. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just amazing that it was really going to be the, another scam album, but the news broke and the real singers were able to put out the album yeah. and get their and get their <clears> due. <throat> it's amazing. So the okay, I just thought of the this has to do with what I was just saying, mm -hmm. but go ahead, Jim. Uh, the song Jim, Run, Run, Jim May. Can I call you Jim May? You know the song Run Around. Uh, it was huge, Blues Traveler. Yeah. But I remember the video, and they kind of touched on that because Blues Traveler, John Popper was. Um, you know, he's, let's say, overweight. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Not real attractive. So they, But they made a video where there, they, there was this other band playing their song, and then I think the curtain opens or the curtain falls down, almost like The Wizard of Oz. Wow, wow. And you see Blues Traveler. And I don't know if that was their first video, but sort of take on the, you know, the whole image thing with how you should look besides you know whether you can sing or not or mm -hmm. the whole packet right you know? right um and i think we're beyond that now with um with you know streaming music and how like a lot of well, i'll get back to millie Miller. i won't go off topic too much but <laughs> where um you know a lot of smaller bands now can actually get their music out there Mm -hmm. And it's it's not about making the video, mm -hmm. you know. MTV it was the video that sold the music, too. right? Right. So I think this was part of the Millie Vanilli package, right? Um, we had to like the we had to make. I don't know what these other. I'm not saying these other guys weren't as good looking. I I don't know what they looked like. But, right, and and it's I'm not assuming, for us to judge, and that's the point. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So. But I think there's there's another point to be made too, deeper. Um, you know, what are they trying to do? What are they trying to sell? You know, they tried to take this further, and of course, it didn't gain popularity. You know, we're not we're not talking about how great the band Try and Be is, right? So Try and Be uh, is is more of the same people putting out this album. I mean, the song title's really Ding Dong. Who do you love? Sexy eyes. I mean, you know, what are they? What are they trying to do? I don't know. Um, well, we don't know who wrote these. I mean, we could probably figure it out. But who wrote the hit songs for Millie Vanilli? Oh, who actually wrote? So them. if you if you have an album with the original singers, but you have different writers all of a sudden, mm -hmm. and they they're writing bad songs, you're not gonna, you know, go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And the sad part. And um, maybe we'll break for a commercial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when we come back, mm -hmm. we'll continue with, um, you know, it, it gets to be a little bit sad. Yeah. All right, we'll hear from you then. Okay, yeah. we'll be back. For my bride. I love smoked sausage. Your mother told me that. That's not Eckridge. What? I like Eckridge smoked sausage. Your mother didn't tell me that. 
Eckridge Smoked Sausage. Only selected cuts of meat and our special blend of seasonings. You can taste the difference. Mmm, that's Eckridge. Delicious. <laughs> now what? Zucchini. Makes huh? me sneeze. <laughs> I wish your mother had told me that. Eckridge Smoked Sausage. Taste the difference. Okay, we're back. Welcome, everybody. And before we um, end our show, our first podcast, um, show number one, we'll call yeah. it. And um, for all you uh, gearheads out there, we have the latest technology we're working with right now. You will not believe yeah. what we're recording off of. It's a Yamaha thing. Yeah, it's a Yamaha MT100. Mm. It's a four track cassette. Yes. Does anyone down. know what cassettes are anymore? <laughs> so this is the thing. We, um, we're recording into a fairly new laptop. So it's a Dell. I can never say the name right. It's uh, a, Sp a Spiron. Yes. Yeah, something like that. Um, so we're <laughs> we have a dog in here. Don't tell me. Okay. Plus joy. Plus joy. Yeah. You can see it now. Yeah. So anyway, um, we're, we're, we have the, I have the mic going into the four track. We're not recording on cassette. And then that is coming in, going into the laptop so we can get a good sound on this microphone. Because um, I know some laptops aren't, they're not good for recording. So, so there you go. Yeah. And, um, and this works fine. Yeah. And we are, um, we're imbibing a little bit on uh, the libations tonight. Che yeah, cheers. And what do, what are we drinking here? Go over and get that. Well, this is something new. Because this is the thing we, like, I love, like, I don't, I don't drink every night, not just socially. Here you go. Just, yeah. And um, my friend Mike here, he's more into the hard ciders. Yeah. And maybe we'll do a whole show on hard ciders, you know? Be good. Yeah. A beer and cider show. Mm -hmm. So this is O'Fallon, you know, like Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> but the Irish version of Jimmy Fallon. Uh, vanilla right. pumpkin beer. And it is, it's flavored. Uh, and let's see, what do we got here? It says, we love beer. Where's this from? It's a product of the USA, says it right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean anything. Where is this from? It's Maryland Heights, Missouri. Missouri. Handcrafted. I don't know if that means they get their hands into it or, you know, how is it handcrafted? Well, maybe they make the bottles it's probably from definition. hand, you know, and yeah. they they, mm -hmm. they melt them and, you know, it's kind of hot, so they got to wear gloves. And yeah, we'd love to that. hear from you if you know anything about O'Fallon. That's the, of course, the Irish version yeah. of Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. So we've been uh, imbibing a little bit, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up because if we, you know, we might not be able to speak coherently pretty soon. So, so Jim, what do you have for us? Well, we have the end of it's sort of not the end of Millie Vanilli because actually um, the real Millie Vanilli can yeah. continue. So um, they they tried to kind of. Restore, it says, to restore their career, uh, Farian, if I'm saying that right, you know, agreed to produce, actually, that's that's the producer, Farian. He agreed to produce a new Millie Vanilli album with more, wow. how do you say it, more, Morvin? 
and Pilatus, mm-hmm. the two, you know, the two, we can call, we call Pretty them boys. fakers. Pretty boys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. One lead vocals. Wow. This was in 1997. Mm-hmm. So apparently maybe they could sing, and, you know, with a little help from, uh, you know, reverb, you know, you can do stuff to the vocals. Yeah, um, allowing them to actually sing and for it to sound pretty good. Yeah, yeah even if you're off key, you can, um, you know, adjust that. So, mm-hmm. so this actually led up to the recording of the 1998 Millie Vanilli comeback album, mm-hmm. and it was called "Back and in Attack." Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds aggressive. Yeah, they yeah. were they yeah. weren't they weren't backing down mm-hmm. <laughs> to the scandal. So even some of the original studio singers um, backed up the performers in their attempt to bring back some of the fame that had been shed so quickly. Mm. Wow. And can you imagine, you know, you're, it, it was so quick, I guess, the, the rise of this band. And then, the, you know, there's a lot of people that it's too quick. It's too much. You know, and then it's like heartbroken. I mean, these yeah. these young women were heartbroken. It's a, it's yeah. And you, and what do you do? You're gonna, you know, a lot. Some of these people don't. You know, they're not gonna get a job pumping gas. Mm. I mean, they could. Oh yeah. It'd, you know, be popular actually. But it's the it's the um, you know the, it's it's the cre- it's the the creme know. de la creme. <laughs> well, that's not what I was gonna say. No, it's the. Admiration, it's it's the adulation, right? That's right. Okay. <laughs> no, when you, you got go, no, I'm no. talking about when you go on stage yeah, and just yeah. the applause and, and, yeah. and people can't. How do you let you that know? go? How do you let yeah, that go? Yeah. Okay. So, so however, unfortunately, Rob um, Pilatus uh, and Connor, and I can't talk. And can't see too many beers. Okay. Encountered a number of personal problems during mm-hmm. the production of the new album. Um, so he's already he's already yeah. recorded it. It's already laid down tracks. Yeah. And it's production. Now it's he, on its way. You yeah. Know, this comeback is on its way. Now he turned to drugs and crime mm. and committing a series of assaults and robberies. Mm. And he was ultimately sentenced to three months in jail. And wow. six months in a drug rehabilitation facility in California. So, you know, you're in the middle of recording an album. So now you gotta like just and you drug. Okay. You know, the drugs could have been helping him. You know, deal with the singing and the recording part of it. But that's what got him in trouble as well. Yeah. So now you have to stop. Um, you kind of it kind of puts a halt to things. So the producer Farian. He bailed him out of jail. And this is where it's it's very sad because um, things took a turn that on the eve of the new album's promotional tour. Mm. Now, I don't know if the album was completed. And this is a promotional tour for the album. So sometimes they do these, I think, before... You know, it's, it's all put together. I don't know. Just to kind of get it going. You know, but this was um, on April 2nd, 1998. Um, Pilatus was found dead of suspected alcohol, 
and prescription drug overdose in a hotel room in Frankfurt, Germany. Wow, that is such yeah. that is such a common story as yeah. we look ahead uh, in time to other people who have gone in the same way. That would be an, another uh, interesting podcast to look at those who end yeah. up in a hotel room with alcohol and prescription drugs. Yeah. Wow. And he, it says his death was ruled accidental. So, mm -hmm. you know, and okay. So, yeah. you know, I think that ends to mm -hmm. um, a band mm -hmm. by the name of Millie Vanilli. Yes. And if you don't know who they are, you can, you know, you can go to YouTube. Love by millions. iTunes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it's, um, it's like R&B dance uh, music, you know, and probably overly produced. Mm -hmm. But yeah. people loved, you know, they were catchy songs. So, yeah, yeah. so what, what can I say? You know? All right. Okay. So that does it. And thanks for spending some time with us. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And we'll be talking again. You've been listening to Jim and Mike Talk. Today's show was recorded in a hotel room in Fredericksburg, Virginia.